welcome to episode 28 of Concentrated, the podcast about all the stuff we find cool and interesting as nerds of color. Just going to say you said 45, you went on 43. Anyway, continue. I don't care because you bitches aren't messing me up today. Not you bitches. I never do. You were laughing. It's funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, guys, I'm your host, Maria, and I'm here with Eric. I'm Eric. And Manir. Hi. I wasn't ready because she said 45 and she went on 43. Yeah, yeah know, because waiting for you bitches to be ready. There was a two second gap. You bitches? Five minutes of him saying something stupid and you laughing All at I it. said it's was funny. Uranus. It's <laughs> 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 so funny. <laughs> uh. I do this podcast with children. It's only funny because you don't want to laugh. Shut up, shut up, shut up. I said Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's funny every time. Uh, anyway, Maniac Cop. <laughs> We're not doing this this week, all right? Um, today, we're actually going to talk about a semi-serious topic, bum, if Eric bum, bum. can keep from talking about fucking Maniac Cop. Um, we actually want to talk about the idea of all or nothing in media created for and by uh, people of color. But before we do that, it's time for Eric's Does the News. Eric's yeah. Does the News? Eric's Did does you guys get a second news. Eric? Am I being I'm replaced? Working, I'm working on it. I'm Are working you? On it. He better not be an Eric with a K. He's probably those, an Eric not with people. a K. We what? know That's an Eric with nice. a K, nope. and he is most definitely a person. Nope. If you spell it with a K, you're a clone of someone. Get out of here. You don't He's belong not a clone. Planet. We've nope. met him. Your parents, definitely your not a clone. Love you. Nope. That's didn't love you? It's Do gross. the damn news. It's gross right. and weird and European. That's the news. Anyway, news. Uh, I got a death. It's a sad one. Oh, no. Uh, it is Robert Forster. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, he was uh, 78. He passed this past week, um, which, uh, funny enough, uh, he died the same day that uh, El Camino came out, which is one of his last films. Oh, wow. Yeah, he has a pretty big role in that. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, uh, it came out that he was fighting brain cancer. Oh. So, yeah. yeah, he's also known for roles in like Jackie Brown and um, a couple of Tarantino movies. He's yeah. been in everything. He's been in a lot. Wow. Yeah, he was a really good actor. And he, he makes the criteria to be sad for. He was under 80, so. Yeah. And he died of brain cancer, which is yeah, a bummer. Yeah, which is really sad. I thought it was 70. Was well, it we're 70? just going to be sad about But this. I'm still oh, yeah. going to be yeah, sad. Yeah, it was 70. He's a great yeah. actor. Yeah. But. yeah, no, great actor um, and a bummer. So, hmm. yeah, that is my death for the week. So. Uh, got a little bit of movie news. Well, series news. Apple, okay. who has launched their Apple Plus TV uh, streaming service. Why? Kind of, because everyone needs a streaming service now. <sighs> okay. As I've said, I guarantee you everyone's going to come out with one and then give it a year and then they're going to start patch- packaging them, which is basically going to be cable TV all over again. Who do you think, where do you think um, Apple's going to go with? Um, I don't know. I have a feeling because they're- Go with Disney. Yeah, they're Which they have smart, they're yeah. they're locked in with Disney because Steve Jobs was a member of Pixar. So they'll get that, they'll get um, Disney Plus, and they'll get Hulu Plus yeah. all in one thing. So that'd be good. Uh, are y'all gonna yeah. make that standard on our iPhones though? Uh, no, because oh. that would mean we'd be giving you something for free. Oh, right. Steve Jobs didn't die, so you can get shit for free. Fair. Even when he was living, he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't about that. Uh, anyway, one of the big new things coming out of Apple Plus is a follow-up to Band of Brothers, which was a, a big HBO show. Why? Um, it there, also followed up the Pacific. We have some people that care about this. Um, because white people love World War II. <laughs> Not all white people. There are some No, most do. I mean, the color. only ones that don't are, are Germans because they lost. Oh, yikes. 
Um, but oh. it, it is being uh, produced again by Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks, who were wow. famously in um, in Saving Private Ryan and directed Saving Private Ryan. But they also had big roles in Band of Brothers in the Pacific. So I am going to quote my nephew, Tommy, when I say, boo, 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 boo. No one... Boo! We just ugh. It's not for you, this. but it's I mean, for a lot I, yeah, of other. It's say, not. These are me. very well-made shows, yeah. and they put a big budget behind them. And I mean, I'm kind of burnt out on World War II. I'm looking forward to everything coming out. Of World War One. You got Kingsman. You got um, you got 1917. These that are all really World War One shows, uh, movies. So, uh, <gasps> yeah, I feel like it's it's an oversaturated market. But when it's done right, it's done well. It's and oversaturated because is, there's still people that want to remember that. Yeah. They're still living. I mean, you so. you have that amazing D-Day movie starring so Chuck Liddell and Randy just Couture. Stop that it. Stop it. So you stop it too. I know what you're going to say. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. What? That we just need the rest of the greatest generation to die? I knew it. I yeah. knew it right when I said it. Yeah, they can fuck off. <laughs> We're just hell. kidding. We we love you. Thank you for your sacrifices as a No, nah, y'all are like 90. Peace out. Yikes. Y'all are like 90. Peace out. Yep. You, you did your shit. You did your thing, dog. <laughs> Anyway, moving on to some more behind-the-scenes movie news. Um, we are getting our first John Wick spinoff film. Ooh. Um, yeah, and it is being directed by Len Wiseman, who uh, famously did... Um, well, the first the first, the first, movie is going to be called Ballerina. Ooh. Which is a little weird because I, would ass- I was assuming it was going to be about Halle Berry's character. Yeah. No, nah, so. I'm good. I mean, listen, her dogs were badass. I really didn't care much about her, her daughter story. situation. No, but I mean, the way that they presented her in, in John Wick 3 was basically like, hey, this is my spinoff. Yeah, uh, yeah but the pilot. ballerina school was way more interesting. Yeah, so I'm assuming maybe. Um, but that's name? not. Angelica is that how they Houston. knew each other? What, through the school? Yeah. No, sh- they knew no, each other they knew a each different other, way. Through the, through the hotel and okay. all that. Yeah, so I'm I'm assuming Angela, Angelica Houston will come back as the because uh, she didn't die. I Angela love Houston. it. Angelica, I said Angelica. Mm. I said it the second time. I did say Angela the first time. Don't okay. don't quote just, me. No, I'm just keeping you honest. Anyway, it's being directed by uh, Len Wiseman, who did the Underworld films. Uh, he also did Live Live Free and Die Hard, which is not great. Let's just not talk about that. Uh, he also did the uh, the <laughs> remake not? of Total Recall, which is also not great. He knows how to direct action. Just keep him away from the script. Again, I'm here for a movie about the ballet school. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm here for John Wick. Give me all the chapters you want to give me. Um, yeah, this is good. Well, I mean, spoilers, we're going to get a John Wick 4. Oh, so. I mean, yeah, we already knew that. I mean, if you saw John Wick 3, you knew we were getting a John Wick 4. Yeah, and it's being described as a female-driven spy thriller. So Not John Wick 4, but the ballerina. No, the ballerina film, right. yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's Manu's. All right. Well, yeah. you know what? Thanks for not having terrible news today. I mean, it's no maniac cop, but. <sighs> All right. Not many things are, right? Right. It's true. <laughs> it's true. So besides talking about maniac cop. Man loves maniac. <clears throat> we, we do actually spend a lot of time on this show talking about representation and why it matters. But I'm not sure that all representation is good representation. Um, and I'm also not sure that we have to support everything just because it's, you know, either made by or literally made for um, people of color. So I want to I wanted to start with you, Manira, and ask like me. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to start with you because he's just going to keep talking about Maniac Cop. You we started need with a, me last time. Need, yeah. But I think he needs a minute to come off. You want me to start with Eric? All right. Yeah. Eric. Eric. 
I'll start with you then. Hopefully we can get away from Mamie at cop when I ask you this. Um, But are we wrong for not just blindly supporting things that are are made by people of color? (sighs) I know it's a loaded question. All right. Here's the thing. I'm a bit conflicted on this question because this week, I don't know if you guys follow entertainment news. Uh, Tyler Perry has just opened his own studio in Atlanta that is massive and oh, like yeah, yeah. very technologically good? advanced and a great thing for the culture. Um, that said, I fucking hate Tyler Perry and his films. You're not wrong. And you're not um, alone. Because they are, as I've said many times, Medea movies are just earnest movies for black people. Uh, you're not wrong. Noted by the fact that she went to jail and she also had a movie where the monsters were real. A.K.A. Ernest goes to jail and Ernest scared stupid. Fight me. Um, at the same time, but you've seen them all. I've seen a couple of Medea movies. I've seen all the Ernest movies. Um, he also went <laughs> to would, Africa. He went to space. I he went to the army. I would never admit that out loud. <laughs> but continue. Yeah. Th- th- so that's my thing. Um, he he's done great for the culture. I mm-hmm. don't appreciate Medea movies. I don't want. I don't like his his personally directed movies. I thought he was a terrible Alex Cross. That's not about him though. That's about the movie. That movie was just bad altogether. Yeah. Um, he should never have been cast in that role. Yeah, I'm just not big on Tyler Perry, but I do think that him opening the studio that's kind of outside of the main studio system will give other creators of of color a chance to make big budget films. That's fair. No. Yeah, like I said, I'm kind of conflicted because I don't like him and I don't like his business practices and I don't like his his Jesus and Up movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's coming from a person who saw, uh, what was it, Temptations of a Marriage Counselor? Why'd you do that? Spoilers. What is wrong with Everyone you? has AIDS. That's the spoiler for the movie. <laughs> the only Tyler Perry movies that don't I cheat on your husband, like, you'll get AIDS. Dear Lord, um, are why did I get married? I enjoy those, yeah. but even I, those I are saw a little... the first couple of Medea movies. Yeah. Um, I've seen a couple of here and there. Yeah, no, I am not a fan. Yeah, so so that's my quandary, and at the same time, I also I'm a little confused by people like Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. I love Spike Lee. Um, Famously, he's had a beef with Tyler Perry for several years. Mm-hmm. I didn't because, know that. Yeah, he does. He also does not appreciate the films of Tyler Perry, uh, nor their impact among the black community. Mm-hmm. Um, but recently, while during this opening, apparently they squashed their beef because he named. He was one invited. Of, yeah, he named one of the studios after Spike Lee. Yeah, one he of named the them, yeah. He named one of the stages after, that, of, after like um, pu- um, black directors and black um, actresses and actors. Yeah. of our time. So that's my beef with Tyler Perry, but I, I like, I don't know, there's a lot of really good black directors working that have gone outside of that studio system, like John Singleton, mm-hmm. um, uh, RIP, he was recently deceased, um, F. Gary Gray is another one who did Friday, he also did The Italian Job, so it, it, like I said, I agree with supporting those creators, but I also can say that there are some that I don't support, and that's for my own personal biases, I just don't think that their, their stuff is quality, like Tyler Perry. Boom, what you got? I mean, oh, I can. Uh, well, before I, I share my thoughts, Manira, what what do you think? <sighs> I, too, am torn. It's going to be a lot of heavy sides yeah. this episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's all the heavy sides. I'm torn as well. I come from the vein that I don't I don't like the buffoonery, the coonery that Tyler Perry yeah, That was Spike Lee's his... quote about his Medea films. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, no, I don't. Like, I as a black woman, have had black females, mothers, aunts, in my grandmothers in my 
growing up and while they said certain things they didn't you know fix their house coat and do all of that stuff to get their point across they weren't a caricature correct they were actual people fully realized and i feel like you can do that without the shucking and jiving does that make sense and the movies always kind of make me cringe as a black woman no, that's exactly yeah. where, yeah, where that's, I was going to go with, with it. With um, it, it however, and, okay. however, I will say, I do enjoy that he provides jobs for black actors, crew members that wouldn't be given that job in a yeah, and that, another, that's where you know what my I mean? issue comes in, like. You know, I I don't like the man, but I can appreciate what he's done for people. And then people can go on from his movies to do other movies and get bigger checks. Does that make sense? I think it makes perfect sense. And I think that we've started this conversation off um, focusing on Tyler Perry because I think that for all of us, just naturally, that's the first person that comes to mind. Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, he's kind of a trailblazer in that regard like yeah his movies are terrible but he has set a precedence that has opened the door for people like michael b jordan who has these new inclusion writers in his um in his his contracts Mm -hmm. and he is also doing the same thing where he is opening the door for other people of color to make uh you know films and shows right yeah i think though the, the the piece that i struggle with the business side of it, yes, I admire all of that. Um, and I think that you guys have made that point pretty clearly. But the fact, and, and Manir, you hit the, the nail on the head, in the fact that white Hollywood already creates caricatures of all minorities, we shouldn't also then be further perpetuating those caricatures or saying... I know that's a caricature, but you didn't get that right. Let me give you how the character really should be or really should look and going from there. And that's what I feel like happens with a lot of of what you see specifically from Tyler Perry. Um, But, you know, BET is another is another good example. You know, when when BET first started uh, back in the I guess the late 70s, early 80s, like I remember watching BET as a kid. And yeah, it was a lot of music, right? So mm-hmm. you had Donnie Simpson and Video Soul, and then you had like the um, the In the Basement and what you, that focused on hip hop mm-hmm. or whatever. But then the shows in the evening were more attuned to like what Don Lemon is doing on CNN mm-hmm. and presenting like news and cultural issues and things like that from the black perspective than what BET has turned into. Yeah, people like Tavis Smiley. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. Tavis Smiley's show was amazing. Um, and, and instead, what it's turned into is this 24-7 coonery, basically, yeah. is what BET is now. And that's really, really sad, considering that, you know, for so many young black and brown kids, it meant something, you know? It, it's, it's no different than, like, with Telemundo. As a kid, we didn't... You know, because our parents didn't, like, force us to watch, you know, Latino TV. But mm-hmm. when we were with our grandparents, like, that, they watched Telemundo and Univision. And, like, as kids, you know, you had the little, like, Sesame Street type shows during the day. And then you had, um, uh, what was her name? Was it Jessie? The, the talk show host? Yeah, the yes, talk, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the talk mm-hmm. show host. Yes, yes. And then you had the telenovelas mm-hmm. in the evening and the evening news. And it was very much structured like a traditional... Um, 
you know, white Hollywood broadcast right. schedule. And even now with them, some of the shows that they're putting out and they're doing like Nuestra Belleza, which is like one of the most popular shows, it is a beauty pageant that's not really a beauty pageant. And it is it is Latino coonery. Mm -hmm. It is not good. It's like all of the horrible things that you could think about how um, Americans will a lot of times completely like fetishize Latinas. Mm -hmm. We're doing it to ourselves on this show. It's it's horrible TV, right? And so for me, I struggle with the idea of, but there's still good things on Telemundo and Univision, and we need to make sure that these these networks stay, you know, in in business. But I don't want to watch this shit. This is terrible fucking TV. It's not doing anything but bringing us down and further perpetuating stereotypes. Why are we doing this? Same thing with BET, same thing with the Tyler Perry stuff. And then it becomes really difficult because then you'll have creators like Mr. Glover with Atlanta mm -hmm. who touch on some of these things, but in such a different way that it is refreshing and it does make you think and it is quality. It makes you think if you want to think. Well, if you want to think, but mm -hmm. if you don't want to think, it's still entertaining. Right. You're still going to yeah, laugh. There's, there's levels to it that right. you can come back to. Exactly. Correct. And and I feel like it's sad to me that I feel like I don't have a choice but to throw money at these shitty Tyler Perry movies or throw money at anything that comes out that's made by a Latino, um, you know, directing group or production group or an Asian production group to get to keep getting them, even if they're not good. But our, you know, our white counterparts, they don't have to do that. Right. At all. Because. No. Nope. Things could be great. Things could be terrible. They're going to get a variety. No one's going to say, okay, well, if this doesn't have the success of Black Panther, um, you know, then we're not doing it. It's okay. It's anymore, an acceptable right. loss. Yeah. There's literally a movie coming out this week about a man who's in love with his cell phone called Yeah. Jackson. Yeah. That looks bad. Looks bad all around. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah it's, our friends, it's got Adam um, Devine mm -hmm. from yeah. uh, Workaholics, and it's basically his phone falls in love with him and decides to stalk him and ruin his life. Yeah. It's Christine, and, but just a cell phone. Yeah, pretty much. But he got money, and now he made it. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. It's it's the difference. Look at all of the horror movies that come out. Who's in them? Who's making them? They're not good, and studios still keep throwing money at them. When was the last time, after Tales from the Hood, and before Get Out, and, and I think that Get Out and Us are in a different category, right? Like, well, I mean, you can't Jordan, even... Jordan Peele is one of those people who is another creator who is now being able to call his own shots. Right, but right. He had to go through a lot of that. He had to go through Mad TV and he the Key and Peele show. He had to go through the clunery and the buffoonery, yeah. right, basically. Right. And then when he came out with, he started coming out with, you know, horror movies, people right. were like, well, where's this coming from? Right. You're a comedy guy. I've well, always that's, had That's it all in that my you guys pocket. have given right, me. Right, right. This is all that you would ever let me do. Yeah, he had to come out with Get Out on a shoestring budget and basically blew the doors off of it, and now he can do whatever he wants. Right. Anything he wants. He had to prove himself, whereas a basically. lot of. Yeah, a, a lot of uh, non people of color don't have to take that on. Right. You know, they no, don't white do people that. don't have to do that. Let's just let's just call it what it is. Yeah. White white people in Hollywood don't have to do that. There is always money for insert random ass indie project from insert random ass white creator, right? Yeah. When you see the film festivals, 
for every one film that's submitted that has, you know, a production team or a creative team that are POCs, heaven forbid an entire POC cast, right? Like those are, that's a unicorn movie. But for every one that has, you know, people of color in those main spots of executive producer, producer, writer, you know, um, director, there's like 25 to 30 to 50 movies made by white creators. Yeah. Yeah. And then a lot of them are, you know, a lot of nepotism. Right. You know, oh, such and such kid directed a movie, so it's getting pushed to the front. Well, Hollywood is nothing but... If you've looked at some of the new people that we have, they're all mommy and daddy of old actors or old producers. Whereas anyone else, minorities, like, um, look at the movie The Weeknd. I believe it's coming out this uh, this week in indie film. In indie, it's been in... um, a lot of festivals. Mm-hmm. It's got a uh, Sashir Zameda and um, your favorite character from Insecure, Daniel. Oh, that Muppet. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but I've we heard. He's got a Muppet him. head. Stop I've heard it. next to nothing about this film outside of it being on the on the indie circuit. Yeah, right. Which is horrible. Yeah. Right, and and the sad part is again, if we don't support it, whether it's good or it's right. not, then all we get is Tyler Perry. Yeah. And and listen, there's an audience for it, obviously. Yeah. Right? But I want... You're not that audience. I'm not that audience. I want stories about people that look like me that have problems like me or that have an existence in this world that is more than, you know... The token friend. Yeah, the token friend, you know, the very shallow, sassy sidekick, like... The black person that dies first in a horror movie. uh, Basically, what you are tired of is... In your using your imagination to make the lead girl be you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because but, but the problem that's something we had to do our whole entire life. We had lives. to do it our entire lives. Yeah. And and I think that the the piece that makes it even more difficult is that if the door is opened up even a little bit for creatives that are people of color and it's not wildly successful like a get out or like an us Mm -hmm. or wildly successful in the way that Tyler Perry has been able to find his success literally on what was called the Chitlin circuit when he started with the plays. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't have that, there is no other opportunity. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's it. We, we, it's a one and done. And then it goes back to all of those typical Hollywood tropes of, well, you know, we, we can't cast, you know, people of color in the lead spot. No one, no one pays to see that. No one will come out to see that. Like we get pigeonholed. And so I feel like it puts us in this really weird place where, well, we're damned if we do and we're damned if we don't. Right. Cause if we don't support, we can't get it, but we're sitting here with our pitchforks, like give us more, give us more, representation matters, and it's always thrown in our face. It's like that same old racist attitude about, um, you know, blacks complaining about, blacks, blacks and, and, and Latinos complaining about gun violence um, or police brutality, and what's the first thing that a white person will say? What well, about Chicago? Oh, yeah, you guys are killing yourselves. Yeah. Like, you, you want to talk about this, but you, you need to clean up your community. It's the same shit. Yeah. And it's it's just, it gets very frustrating um, because I don't want to have to support garbage regardless of who makes it. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah it's getting tiring. It's exhausting. It is. He's got a new show out and 
I was looking at it with my mom and we were like, yeah, it's basically scandal, but with that Tyler Perry flair that looks like he took his camera phone to, you know, and everything's over the top. And it's like, no, you can do this. Maybe he's just not a good writer. I don't know. But you can do like I that, that's could write. a point of view thing. Some people will yeah. tell you he's the best writer since Shakespeare. No, it's he's not. It's not good. Like I've tried. We've all tried because he's a good businessman. He's a that's good, what he is. Yeah. Here's here's the thing with especially with his shows because I've been subjected to watching uh, Meet the Browns during Cuffin season and um, and oh, House of Pain so during terrible. Cuffin season. No, no, no. Um, a lot of times if I go to the gym during the day, yeah. those are on yeah. and. Here's the thing. They're incredibly formulaic. They're incredibly prob- problematic. But they follow the exact same story beats as white sitcoms. So yeah. you can watch that and then go watch Big Bang Theory, which is trash, by the way. Um, th- that's my opinion. Fight me. Nah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. I'm, I'm insulted no, anytime I, I see that As I've said many times, uh, Big Bang Theory is nerd blackface. Yep. Fight me. Um, they Sorry follow- to one of our subscribers. They follow the same. They follow the same beats. So, like, I don't know if he's going out of his way to make it formulaic and not work outside of the mold, but just like, here's black people in this exact same situation. Whereas other shows like, um, um, who had it for a while? Um, Gerard Carmichael had a show that went a season and a half and got canceled because he tried to do the same thing where he was like, I'm going to take the formulaic sitcom route. The Carmichael show. Yeah, but I'm actually going to talk about actual issues it's not just going mm-hmm. like they still had the same you know the live studio audience and the same beats but a lot of his ep- episodes were about you know like police violence and and some of them got serious and apparently it did not receive the same ratings and got canceled after a season and a half of course because anytime you're anytime you're asking the whole of america to turn that mirror on to themselves it's a problem and yeah. so shows like that are are never going to do well. I, I mean, in the like even right now Blackish like, came out. Yeah, I was going to say Blackish is a perfect example. Uh, yeah, and then this mm. and I wanted to go down this path, right? So Blackish came out and everybody loves Blackish. I can legitimately say I've seen maybe two episodes of Blackish ever. It's good. It's just not so good that I feel like I need to tune in every week. Like I got what it is in those two episodes, right? And then they came out with Grownish. And I will admit, I've seen every just about every episode of Grownish, but I have a teenager who loves that show. Keep it cute, because uh, we like Grownish over here. No, no, no. I, I like, I like, no, no, no. <laughs> I like Grownish too, and that was my point. Like, I found Grownish more entertaining mm-hmm. than I found Blackish, but again, Blackish still good. Right. Um, and then now they're coming out with Mixedish, right? Which, as a mixed person, you would think I would be all over, but I stopped. And like when I first saw it, I was like, oh, haha, that looks funny. I'm going to watch it. And I'm like, or are you giving me the same recycled thing now for a third time? Isn't it gonna, just going to be more of the same of the other two shows that you have already done um, that are in this ish family? And then I have to worry who's writing this? Who's writing this? Because I felt like Anthony Anderson had a lot of input in the writing of Blackish, which is what made it what it was. 
who's writing mixed dishes? Like, is Tracy um, Ellis Ross like really, really in the room making sure that the true experience of being mixed is being captured? And it's not just like, let's slapstick on the stuff that it is to be someone that's mixed race in America. Like, I'm not sure. I don't know. I haven't seen an episode yet. I think she is. And I think she's I also an executive think producer. That Mariah Carey is an executive producer as well. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if that's well, no. I want to well, no. It, I mean, it. she's a famous mixed I mean, um, yeah. a celebrity who has yeah. gone through the. Yeah. This is what we, what I felt, and this is yeah. how I feel. She's one of those people that I mean? had that that situation where people have asked her, "What are, are you? you?" Right. Oh, but like, here, I'll give question. you a better example. Um, I don't know if you guys watch the show, um, The Goldbergs. Also on ABC, it's usually, I think, before or after Blackish. It's usually before Blackish. It's about a white yeah. family in the 80s in Pittsburgh. They, uh, in their a season or two ago, they did a, a backdoor pilot where they s- focused on another person in the episode. And they focused on the principal who was played by, um, uh, what's his name? He was the ladies' man. He was also the principal in Mean Oh, Girls. I know who you're talking about. Um, Tim, Tim, Meadows. Tim Meadows. Yeah. 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 Well, the show is based, the, the backdoor pilot was about his character and his sister, who was played by Nia Long, and her two uh, mixed children. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be about them in the 90s in uh, the same high school. Mm-hmm. That backdoor pilot came out, and that was supposed to be, uh, they were supposed to get their own show based off of it. Um, started production, and then they decided, we're not going to make this show about these characters anymore. We're going to make it about one character from the Goldbergs who went off and now it's going to be about the schooled. white teacher. Yeah, schooled. It wasn't called schooled originally. It was supposed to be about Nia Long and her two children and her mm. brother, Tim Meadows. We so just, now you have the, the two... The white girl lead. Yeah, you have the white girl lead and you have the two black girls who are now side characters when the show was supposed to be about them. Mm. And, and another example, look at Fresh Off the Boat. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up next was um, Fresh Off the Eddie Boat. Eddie Wong's show, the first season, he was an executive producer... Um, and the, the the first season was very much based on his book of mm-hmm. the same name. Uh, he also did narration before and during the episodes. Apparently, he did not like, not like the direction that the show was going and thought that they were kind of whitewashing the yep, stories. they did. And he left after the first season and has not turned back. And he's still very friendly with the cast because... He, it's not their fault. Yeah, it's not their fault. So then why is Constant Wu getting all of this negative press about when she heard that her that the show wasn't canceled and people, she was pe- able to... People were saying she was being ungrateful because they thought she was too big for her britches because or, Crazy Rich Asians came out and was a hit. Or maybe she felt the same way that um, no, Eddie no, Wu felt. She well, absolutely did. Here's what, here's what part what of the problem she said was that she was upset because she has a lot of projects that, that she, she had to turn to do. down right. because now she has to be on a show. She's locked in by contract to be on the show again. Right. But people treated it like yeah. uh, other actors don't do that all the time. Well, that's my bigger issue. She needed to be grateful yes. that she was an Asian actress. Yeah. There was a, if she a, was a white actress, and actually at the same time that she White did Hollywood it, had to put her in her place. Right. Yeah. There was, there was, and I can't remember who it was, but there was another actress who had had a similar response to shows being picked up, but was white and mums the word. No one said anything. Pretty sure it was probably but, somebody on Friends or some shit. Because she didn't need to be put in her place. But listen was it Lauren here, Conrad? It might have been Lauren Conrad. I, I can't remember who it was, and so I don't want to misspeak. Okay. Yeah, no worries. But there was another actress around the same time of the whole Constance Wu mm-hmm. um, issue 
or, you know, or whatever you want to call it, because I thought it was bullshit. I thought she had every right to feel the right. way that she did. Yeah. Um, that had a similar experience, and no one said shit about that. But because she said it, and she's an Asian actress, and listen, just because your little old little little movie did okay, yeah. um, don't forget who you are. And this is still Hollywood, and things like yeah. that will keep you from working. Don't forget, ABC signs those checks. Are and you ABC serious? is owned by Disney. Her, the, like, I just saw a article saying that she had to eat humble pie when yeah. she returned back to the fucking set. Yeah, and she really? had to she had to go on on Twitter and apologize and, and like explain the whole situation. Yeah, you, I don't need you to explain anything. Yeah. I, I didn't. No, I didn't. But but here again, herein lies the problem with the idea that um, how people of color communicate, what they communicate has to be censored and go through a specific lens for our white counparts that they are not also then forced to do. I mean, I had yeah. an, I had no, an experience with wrong. this at work, yeah. like literally uh, a couple weeks ago, um, a, 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 a coworker was in a space with myself and a bunch of other POCs for the first time. And so we were not code switching. And there was feedback later from that coworker having issues with how we communicated. And I had to like literally be like, we code switch when we talk to you and you were basically welcomed into our safe space and we weren't code switching. And it was one of those things that like really, really bothered me. Um, and you know, we talked through it and it was great and she understood. But when I spoke to another coworker about it, he immediately was like, this is part of the problem with how a lot of white America sees themselves, that everything has to be through their lens and there's no yep. room for how other people communicate and what other people communicate. Or how they feel, because white people don't code switch shit. Yeah. No, no, well, they that don't. Was, that was the other thing about uh, Fresh Off the Boat. I know one of uh, Eddie Wong's biggest complaints was that he felt that they were emasculating the dad mm -hmm. and making him kind of into a caricature because he was like that's not how my dad acts my right. dad trying to make, has a backbone trying to make her like a the real tiger, tiger mom, mom right mm -hmm. yeah and that was one of his biggest issues as well because he was like that's not how the dynamic in my family is yeah but mm. it's just like the article that you shared earlier today about the Latina writer that was on that campus oh yeah and, and they, they burned her book because she yeah. spoke out about white privilege mm -hmm. how dare you to sit here and tell us, you know, this is supposed to be about diversity and inclusion and, and you're just dividing. Well, yeah. we can't get to diversity and inclusion until you can fucking admit you got privilege. It's a bunch of white kids burning books never ended badly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so it's, I feel like it's definitely a thing and then just kind of bring it all back and then there's us who are stuck in the middle because we don't, we aren't particularly fans of the Tyler Perry's of the world and that type of of Media. black seat yeah. cinema, mm -hmm. or like for for you know me having both the black and the Latino side. Like I don't necessarily want to watch every Latino movie that I see is about like some family realizing that they love Jesus. Like that's just not my thing. Yeah. Or something about drugs. Like there's so much more to the the Latinx experience than those things, but that's all Or the see. mom being way too sexy. Always yeah. too sexy. I don't like that. Listen. It hurts my feelings. I, like I am clearly you're more failing. Than that. Like, I am clearly failing as a Latina mom because I am the opposite of sexy and I'm completely okay with it because I am who I am and that doesn't represent me or most of the Latinas that I know. Right. Like we we don't all look like Jennifer Lopez, not even close. 
Um, we Jennifer don't, Lopez don't even look like Jennifer right. Lopez. We don't all run around half fucking naked. Yeah. In stilettos at the grocery store. Like, that's just not what we do. Um, uh, uh, well, I mean, I recently saw Hustlers. Jennifer Lopez looks amazing for a no, 50 no, no, year no, old. No, 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 no. Jennifer Lopez doesn't She's look like Jennifer bitch. Lopez does until she goes through the Hustler boot camp. Yeah. And now like, she looks oh, like that. Whoever yeah, yeah, her yeah. trainer and whatnot is, like, she, she, yeah. yeah. She no, she's in the like best shape of her life now. Yeah. yeah, and she actually said that mm-hmm. she was like the the like the workout that she did for this was also a great insane. movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out while it's yeah. still in theaters. I keep but trying to, <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's it's this thing mm-hmm. like I don't like that. But there's a, inherently a problem when we don't allow our POC creators to create things like what we do like. Yeah, you can make movies POCs. that are are not about you know. Just slavery? because it's a, yeah, like not every black movie has to be about slavery. Not every movie featuring a, a Mexican actress has to be about, you know, Drug undocumented, uh, yeah, be, getting citizenship or, or like, look at uh, America Farrar. Her first movie, Real Women Have Curves, was about her body issues and dealing with her Love family. That movie. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. Um, but again, no one was being deported. No yeah. one was, you know, <laughs> no one was, was had a drug issue. Oh, abuelita. Yeah, like you weren't it, getting that. It was a movie about a girl dealing with her body issues and, and trying to, you know, make her family understand. Look Which at, look spoke at, volumes. Yeah. Look <laughs> at Dora the Explorer. Yeah. Which like literally is like my top three favorite movie of 2019. I, I gave it my funny. I gave it my money twice. I, I didn't even see it the second so time, but much. I gave it the money. It's so good. Yeah. I didn't watch Dora, so. Sorry. But you I heard it was really good. No, no, no yeah. but I heard you it was really good. Oh, you meant the movie. Yeah. I said, because you didn't need yeah. to watch the cartoon to no. enjoy the movie. The no. movie is just funny. No, no, no. I There's thought the movie some funny Easter eggs if you did see the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it, it, that's the thing. Like, we, I want there to be a space where we can say, we're not going to just give you our money because you're peddling to us because we look a certain way. We demand quality but we also demand representation they shouldn't be in a silo we should be able to get both you know black panther great movie right gave us the representation we we came out we showed out gave us an oscar yeah right crazy rich asians we came out we showed i can't wait for the second one you know what i mean that's great but a that's two groups of the how many groups that haven't had it mm-hmm. because hey Latina over here I'm still waiting yeah still fucking waiting when when is it when is it going to be our time to have a actual good quality movie that we can get behind um, and that we can support but also like why do we have to wait for that why can't we see more of it on the small screen we've got eight gazillion options now for tv and we're still not seeing this representation in a good way because even some of the shows that my daughter watches and i can't even think of the names they're all shit on the streaming services between freeform netflix hulu the whole nine the the shows with kids of color some kid is still a drug dealer yeah and the other friend is trying to make sure that they don't get in trouble seriously why can't it just be these motherfuckers are struggling to get through ap bio I was just watching Nancy Drew on CW, which is really good, by the way. Um, I didn't, Nancy didn't bother me at all. She's a little white girl, you know, but she didn't bother me at all. And I'm really into the mystery. However, her current boyfriend is a black guy who has a record. Granted, the record was expunged, Mm. but like it could have been something else. 
Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, the uh, why, fuck? why couldn't, yeah. why couldn't Nancy Drew be the black kid? Right. Like, they did it with Josie and the Pussycats, and I was perfectly fine with that. Yeah. I mean, also, by the way, Charles Drew, don't know if you guys have ever heard of him. He was a black man. Really yeah, I don't, one. I don't, I, it just kind of soured me because I was all in. I was like, ooh, spooky mysteries. Yeah, I like Nancy Drew. Where are the Hardy Boys? All that good stuff. And then when they brought them to the station and they were like convicted, convicted, and then you, you felon. I was like, did you just point to the black kid as a felon? You mean kind of like how Scary Stories to Turn in the Dark, he, he had to we be We don't even want to, uh, let's not even. Yeah, he had to be a draft dodger. Because we rewrote that <laughs> and we fixed it in like two seconds, something that they couldn't do. But it's not that hard. I don't write stories and I feel like I could fix that. It's we're so attuned to it, though, like really, we had a friend over um, today um, who actually I didn't even realize was listening to our podcast and um, brought up the episode uh, that we did about the Joker. Mm. And and he mentioned he was like, it's really crazy because I walked in, I watched it. I thought it was an okay movie. I didn't hate it. And then I listened to your podcast afterwards. And then I then he was like, I thought to myself, holy shit, like. There's so, I'm so used to, to racist things being just thrown in my face mm. and I'm so desensitized to it that I didn't even catch it. Because mm. he was like, y'all were right. There was no fucking reason for those kids, those black kids, to beat yeah. him up. And literally, there was no reason. And also, it didn't add a single thing to the story. Yeah. But yet and still, like, I watched it and I'm just so used to seeing, you know, young black men being depicted that way that it didn't Here we even... Are. Right. It didn't even like move the doubt for me. It's just what it is. Yeah. And that's like that's the thing. Like I'm just so fucking tired of that. Also but they made Alfred whack and I can't I can't forgive them for that. <laughs> you didn't say that in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Is he whack? We, yeah. We know how he feels about his Alfreds. So I mean, you can't go from Michael Caine and Jeremy uh I mean um Jeremy uh Irons. not Ironside. No, <laughs> Sorry. Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons, yeah. Jeremy Ironside? That's adorable. You don't know, not Jeremy Ironside, but yeah, they're, Michael Ironside is who I'm thinking. But yeah. But Jeremy Ironside. You, you can't go from Michael Caine and Jeremy Irons to fucking whack ass Alfred, who's like, oh, yeah, just go ahead and choke me. Who was the, uh, what? Who was the, wait, who was the Alfred? I don't know who the guy was, but he was Insert fucking. random old buns. white man. Yeah. Uh, it could have, you know who it could have been? It could have been um, Jorah from Titans. Oof. I would have taken him. You Hashtag mean, he's my Batman. That's, that's <laughs> Master Bruce. What are you talking about? No, 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 it's not. It is Alfred <laughs> playing Bruce because Bruce yep. died. Oh, my gosh. That's my headcanon now that you put it in there. Yep. That's oh. my headcanon. Sorry. I'm going to draw that up. I want Alfred as Batman. Please do. Yeah. I would watch the fuck out of that. Yeah, I just, I want, I want more options, and I don't want to feel shitty for not supporting shit. Yeah. yeah. Or I want movies where, like, it's normalized. Like, I don't need to... You don't have to point out the fact that a character is Latino or black. Like they should just, just be. They should just be mm-hmm. in the role. Like, how long do you think it's going to take for that to happen? Because we're in 2019. I honestly am afraid we won't see it in our lifetime. It happens every now and again. Yeah. And then that show doesn't. Uh, you good? What, there was, what was a that? gnat that was trying to kiss me. I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> Yeah, you got you having problems with birds, gnats. Yeah. Fun fact: uh, if you listen to last week's episode, uh, we found the picture we doing that Manira was talking okay, about. We're doing still look like a fucking bird. It looked like a very. It's large a creepy bird. bird, everyone. It's very creepy and it's petty, and I don't like its little smirk. Bitch, you, you smirk. You might be bird racist. I can. Oh, here's the thing. Bird Spoiler alert: I am. <laughs> Fuck oh, the birds. Oh no. <laughs> I don't like birds. I don't like them. 
They don't know how to control their feces. Why is this okay? Producer, can you please put this on the list? Yeah, Manira is a bird racist. Manira doesn't like birds. Manira don't fuck with birds. (laughs) No, I don't. Uh, What was I saying? (laughs) Before we went off. Yeah, before before we talked about Manira's bird racism. Um, Yeah, no, those shows don't get picked up for very long. When the when you're you know your secondary character because they're never the the you know the main character. Yeah. Never it is not a stereotypical character or doesn't you know doesn't talk with with you know with jive or mm-hmm. you know if it's a, lat- a Latin character doesn't have an accent Sent. or use you know doesn't use broken English and sometimes switch to Spanish. Yeah, yeah, those shows don't get picked up very often when you treat a minority character like they're a normal fucking person. So sad. You know what would be fantastic though. If like legit somebody did a show where where they're, you know, you had the POCs, but then the white characters were like super caricatures of white people and whiteness. You mean like Nomi on Grownish? <laughs> Worse, because Nomi's <laughs> almost there. Nomi's not all the way there. She hasn't realized her privilege. Yeah, yeah. Nomi, see, see, and this is what they do. You know how I always get on my fits about intersectional fucking feminism. Mm-hmm. This is how they fucking deal with Nomi. Nomi Sidebar. is almost there. Did you? You didn't watch the recent Blackish? No, I haven't seen. It the was a good one. one. It was yeah. so okay, good. I might, I might go. Yeah, they have yeah. a whole thing about that. This yeah. one, this one was really good. Yeah, just Nomi's character, like, oh, well, we're just gonna excuse away her bullshit whiteness by making her gay. Yeah. So no, bisexual. You know, oh, right, bisexual. Right, I forgot she she is technically bisexual, even though she's. Anyway, listen, listen. <laughs> what? I, I've got issues I know you with that Nomi. character. I hate her too. I don't hate her. I have just issues with the fact that there is, I think I have issues with her because she reminds me of some white people that I know. Mm. That whatever flag they wave, oh, they ride for that flag and they think that they're woke because they ride for that flag mm. and they still don't understand their own fucking privilege and they don't actually ride the way that they think they ride. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's and and so that's my problem with Nomi. That it's a little too close to home because I know people like her. You know what I mean? I think we all do. That yeah, yeah that privilege is a is a drug that they don't know they're taking. Oh, I God. would I, listen. I prefer the white folks that that don't pretend to be woke or don't or aren't semi woke and just are clueless because either we can talk and and I can help you learn some things or. I know that you're not going to learn and I'll just appreciate you for who you are, right? Like, I know you. I know who you are. I know how to deal with you. But then folks who, like, dance the line, like, yeah, I'm down and I'm woke and blah, blah, blah. And then you find out they're really not. They're the same one that'll talk some shit about police brutality and blah, blah, blah. But when you're walking in the mall and some black kids pass, they they still Mm -hmm. tighten their purse and they think you don't see it. Nah, I can't fuck with you. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Or they're the ones that roll up the window when their uh, kids are out there washing windows. Mm-hmm. I've seen that a lot. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh no, I just don't. I just don't need my windows clean. Yeah. So I would love to to just see like a complete caricature. I'm talking about the white girl is ugged out with her PS PSL and her basic ass ponytail, and talking about a lot of ridiculous basic ass shit, and just. Oh, I just want all of those stereotypes, all of those things, all of those caricatures of whiteness in one character on a show. The, it's called the, the real world. I would say the problem there is that the people that don't know that it's a character, that would be the, oh, that's so me. Yes, <laughs> it is you, Becky. Oh, that's you're the right. joke. You're right. 
Never mind. That's on any yeah. reality television. That is you, Hunter. Yeah. <sighs> hey. Listen, I just need more things like the, what is the black, is it the black girl or the black woman uh, sketch show? Yes. Yeah, Black I Lady Sketch Show. Black yes. Lady Sketch Show. I need uh, more that of that. Great. I need more of that. So glad they got picked up for a second season. Same. If it hadn't have been picked up for a second season. I hope season, they get more episodes because they only did six episodes in the first season. More insecure. Yeah, yes. that's coming back as well. Issa, girl. She's getting married, so apparently that's a thing that we have to... Is that what the holdup is? I don't know if that's the holdup because I know that she also... Didn't she produce um, the Black the Lady Black Sketch Show? Sketch she's yeah. in a few episodes, So a few she's episodes got that too. going on, too. Yeah. So, yeah. but, I mean, <sighs> that, Atlanta... Yuck. Yeah, all of it. I need I need all of this good TV back because. But also like new creators as well. Yes. Like, give opportunities yes. to new creators. Yeah. I just I feel like that's the other problem. Like we can sit here and talk about the Spikes and the Tylers and the Jordans. Like we know all these people, but like there is space for new creators. Yeah. Please just give them some room. Everyone to, to can eat. Breathe. As I said everyone before, can everyone eat. can eat. Yeah, because the world's really big, and yep. not everything works for everyone. Exactly. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, I mean, I think that we have really given you our thoughts on this. I think that the general consensus is is that we shouldn't have to support shit just because we're POCs and we're sad and we're sad. But you should support it if it is quality. Yes. Everyone yes. can eat. Everyone can eat. So with that, um, what are we munching on from your grab bag? Because it's Ooh. time for your grab oh, bag. Oh, shit. Here. That was a segue. Did you <laughs> see that? Yeah. I did see it. Yeah. I did. Well done, Dean, you. Dean Kamen rolled by on that segue. That's a Dean Kamen joke for the all. He invented the segues. Never mind. Anyway, Manir. Nerd ass out of here. <laughs> Get Fucking your nerd, nerd ass out of my bag. <laughs> Fuck you. I love segways. <laughs> All right. So we have a um, message from <sighs> Mad Monkey. He slid in the DMs again. And this he really likes the DMs. He loves them. He Why can't he just write it on the regular he doesn't post like, like everybody it. else? He doesn't like it. He likes to be special. And we have a lot of people that slide in the DMs as well. You're so, not special, okay, dog. Just, You're not special. Right. I'm what? just, listen, I'm just, I'm I have no problem him, with it. But Don't he, be mean you know, to him. There are it's a bunch cool. of other people that slide in. Um, well, I like that you're taking that approach because he's got a question for you. For me? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. It's uh, about My Hero Academia. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. Uh-huh. He'd like to know who's your favorite character or quirk. And uh, season four is, is it premiering. Quark or quirk? It's a quirk. You said it like you're from Oakland, like E40. <laughs> I mean, hey dog, I, like I got me. my I got my superpowers from my quirk. <laughs> Ghost is, ride the whip. It you, gotta is. Go, <laughs> you gotta go holler at this <laughs> Saha really with the Coke bottle straight. Thank you. I love E40. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you talk like uh, Ryan Coogler. Oh, Hoops. I cannot talk like him. I did not know he was so Oakland yes. until I saw yes. one of his interviews with Black Panther, and I was like, oh my God, he talks like E-40. This yeah. is amazing. Yeah. All of his movies have been, I believe, in Oakland, right? Most of them, Most yeah. Of them. yeah. And even so, like they all find a way back, but like I had never heard him speak before. Oh. Like I've I've written I've read a lot of his writings and things like I that. I mean, but you I've never have, it's your talk. cousin. Yeah. No, no, but like we, when I heard him, he sorry. was like, we've, yeah, we've got, yeah. shout out to our fam on the West Coast. We've got some cousins that are, that the kind of grew, like grew up in the Oakland area. And, you know, our one cousin literally looks like Mac 10 and can sound like E40. So. You got to holler at that, that Saha with the Coke bottle shape. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's, that's accurate. I, I, so I'm sorry. Let's get back to the question about the quirk, not quirk. The quirk. 
Yeah, it's quirk. I said the way I said it. Um, also, he would like to know if you have seen um, the season premiere of season four of My Hero Academia. So I'll start with question number one. Yes. Um, Fuck my, you. <laughs> I'm trying to be I'm trying to be nice to Mad Monkey because I, I know the last couple of times I kind of went in on him. So I'm going to be nice this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not finished season three yet. I'm about halfway through. Let's see how long Marie can go before she calls Midoriya a bitch. I'm waiting. <sighs> Come on, girl. I mean, he is a bitch, but um, we... say, do you have to restructure your entire <laughs> argument now. <laughs> no, 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 no. He said my favorite, not who I hate. He knows who I hate. Um, the, the issue that I have is that my favorite is probably Todoroki, but because um, because of Meg the Stallion and her love of Todoroki, it's kind of soured it soured him for me so he's still low-key my favorite um but i think that baku is starting to become kind of getting up on my list for me because Mm -hmm. he's just so clueless on not understanding that he needs to just tone down his fucking anger but then once i saw his mom in season three it like made everything make so much more sense that like whereas before i was like he's a dick like now i kind of like him so it's definitely um between those two i love momo but in fairness that's like my husband's girl so i won't be like oh momo's my favorite i just i appreciate the fact that she's a fucking genius Mm -hmm. um and you know she's she's great so pretty much i love everyone in class 1a except for fucking bitch ass midoriya do you do you not like megan the stallion Okay. Did, you, did you not have a hot girl summer? Uh, no, I did not have a hot girl summer. But my problem is, did is you that have apparently, a hot girl summer? Nah, I'm I'm a good girl. But my problem, <laughs> fuck you, bitch. My problem with I'm Meg sorry, Stallion, I, I thought we were telling. When did you become an old man with that laugh? <laughs> 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 I was trying to not do. <laughs> you you do the freeze laugh next, bitch. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, my issue isn't with Meg per se. Rather, because apparently she is a real big anime fan, yes. and she actually loves Todoroki. Are you guys on a first name basis now? You you went yeah, from she, Megan to Meg. Yeah, she's my girl. Good old Meg. <laughs> well, Meg the Stallion, Meg Megan, the Stallion. whatever the fuck her name is. But the the problem that I have is that because she cosplayed as Todoroki, mm-hmm. and every all these little thotty ass bitches want to be Meg the Stallion. Not everybody wants to like cosplay as Todoroki, and they don't even know who he is. Mm-hmm. They don't know shit about the anime at all. It's just like, ooh, Meg did it, girl, so I'm gonna do it too. And it's just kind of the dick riding on something that they don't even understand just fucked it up for That's, me. It's a little gatekeepy. I it's mean, not gatekeepy if you're you only your only your only connection is that Meg the Stallion did it, and it looked cool. Yeah, but she might be opening a lot of people's minds to to this anime. If those same people are going and watching the anime and then they get the character, I have no problem with that. I'm not saying don't go watch the anime. I'm saying if you've never seen the anime and don't know shit about the character, get the fuck off Todoroki's nuts. It's a bit. It's it, okay, a bit. that is a little gatekeeping. Yeah. All right, yeah. it's a little gatekeeping. Yeah, it's a bit. It, okay. You haven't read every issue of Superman. How are you wearing a Superman t-shirt? Listen, full disclosure. You're not wrong. <laughs> full disclosure, I'm really just mad because I wanted to to, to cosplay as Todoroki at BlurredCon 2020. Oh, no, there's going to be was, like 70 of those. And yeah. that's why I can't do it. And yeah. so I'm I mean, just you mad at Meg. Could you do it in I'm a different... I'm just mad at Meg the Stallion. Could you do that. it in a different way, like a different you're twist mad, on it? It sounds like you're mad at her for making it hot. 
yes, that is exactly what I'm mad at her for. Aww. And I own it. Like, that's not, I, you know, it does come across a little gatekeepy. I hope all them bitches that are trying to dress up. Fuck you. Probably it's, have to call them bitches. I hope. I hope all Whatever. of these people who were inspired by her cosplaying as Todoroki do go check out the show. It is. It's a good show. And he's a great character. Um, well, I mean, her her doing that is kind of the same thing as Michael B. Jordan, like being up in Naruto, which I, I loved. Yeah. Apparently, there are some blurs that do not love it. There are uh, some. If, if you are a broke boy and can't afford coach, then you're probably gonna hate it. Step your game up. Step your game up, broke boy. Get that coach jacket. I don't care if it's eight hundred dollars. Literally heard somebody going on a rant about that jacket. <laughs> oh. Because okay, so, so shit is hot though. It is. I'd wear it. So let me let me wrap up the question for him. Sure, so yeah. definitely those are kind of my three favorites. Um, I have I just got to the point in season three where they are staying in the dorms. So I haven't started to see them training with other groups yet. So okay. that could change. I'm going to stick with it. I do enjoy it. Midori is a bitch. That doesn't seem to be changing. And I'm just coming to terms with it. So that's that. Okay. Um, but the the coach thing so Michael I was B. Say, Jordan that even goes to to this week's topic as, as like should we support it because it is you know because Michael B Jordan is yeah. a black actor I'm but, gonna support it yeah like that goes back to the same thing like we don't have to support everything but like this is a good move right this is a a, a fucking high quality high fashion brand yeah so for those that may not know what we're talking about Michael B Jordan did a partnership with Coach this week. Um, well, not this week. Recently, they mm-hmm. launched it. Um, and his favorite anime is Naruto. And so he's released a line of products. They're inspired all, or, by Naruto. That are inspired by, is it Naruto or Naruto? Um, if you ask the internet, they will tell you it's Naruto. And then they will send you a picture of Michael B. Jordan saying, Naruto. All right. It's a Whatever. Um, I'm not Japanese, so I'm just going to say it however the fuck I say it. Right. So the line is, you know, it's the symbols like there's it's not over the top, but mm-hmm. you can tell like, oh, that's something from that cartoon. If you don't even know the cartoon yeah. and mm-hmm. oh, that's Naruto. Like I don't watch Naruto, but I'd, I'd cop some of that. The shit, shit is hot. Yeah. OK. And some blurs have taken to the Internet to lose all of their shit about how this is bullshit. It's wrong. And also it's a fucking jean jacket for eight hundred dollars. That's expensive. ridiculous. It's coach. It's coach. Dog. Like what part of this is higher end this is a luxury brand and he has partnered with a luxury brand to bring something to the table for blurs that want to yeah. spend money like, i mean hell it's a gucci main is coming out with a line through gucci oh i can't support that though well yeah but i mean i mean it's good for kind him of the same, yeah good for him but yeah nah gucci ain't getting no more my money but still, like, I mean, yeah. they're lucky it's Coach and not something else. Yeah, it could be any Had of those been fucking anyone else. Yeah, those, those super expensive fashion lines. Yeah, this is good for for the community saying, you know, we deserve. We don't deserve some bullshit knockoff. You know, ten dollar t shirt. Right, that right. you can only get on Amazon. Yeah, we deserve the same shit that rich white people get. Yep. Facts. So, so I'm here for. Well, it. I didn't know anything about it. Oh yeah. yeah, go check it out. It's it's really. It's kind of divided look. the people. Yeah. I've never I've never seen Naruto. Just say it however you want, because you're going to be wrong. Yeah, but no you've what. been on the mm-hmm. internet, so when you see the line, you're going to see the influence. It's from. about ninjas. Is, is it? Is it is yeah, it's about ninjas. ninjas? Hmm. Yeah. Oh wait, we did. We did. We talked we about did. this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, listeners. I mean, we listen. <laughs> yeah, I might still still grab something from that collection. You get that jacket? Maybe. It's hot. You keep yeah. talking about it. It's nice. I, I might I like drop the, that. I like the backpack. Did you I see like that, that, that three-in-one jacket that becomes like a vest and then becomes like a backpack. It's kind of dope. You're putting on a vest? 
It 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 starts as like a like. Did a you forget what season it is? Cuffin. Let him cuff in his most fabulous Han Solo slash Naruto looks. All right, you let him be. Well, it, sir, it's it's a three quarter length jacket, sir, you and then it becomes like the, a backpack, and you, then it becomes a vest because the sleeves come off. You don't want the girl that you're gonna get because you're wearing a vest. No, I I want to be cool in my jacket that Michael B. Jordan told me to buy. You, right, you let him live his best cuffing life. Okay. <laughs> I, I am a non-cuffed. I am uncuffable. I will be cuffed Stop to my couch. With oh, that's a lie. He is, is very cuffable. And Him nope. and his damn dog, who just wants to be mm-hmm. puppy cuffed. Nope. So me and my dog. That's 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 all we're doing this winter. Me and Taco. Here's the thing. You zoom 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 away from cuffs. That's what happens. Say, what was that? <laughs> am I? A ninja? <laughs> Apparently you are. That's you. Well, do I, do ninja, you tried a, to escape getting cuffed. Do I become cuffs. Naruto when <laughs> yes. I put on that jacket? Yes. <laughs> Listen, all we're going to say is if any of our listeners are interested in nope. Eric cuffing them, you can <laughs> leave a message at a 301-431-4393. only cuffing I'm doing is to the gym. I cuff the gym. That is my Oh, look at him. Mm, I look at I, that I'm that trying work. to get ready I'm for my hot girl gym. summer. You got to get you got to start working on it in the winter if you want to be ready for hot girl summer. Is that true? It is. He's right. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, do some sit-ups. you saw them tortilla chips I ate before we started recording. I, I clearly did. don't care about the hot girl I also summer. saw the one that he stole. So <laughs> well, I that. also did a two and a half hour workout today, so I can have oh, one chip. Gains happen all year, son. Remember that uh, Soul Spice Bowl that he said he had? It was Soul Spicy, son. <sighs> anyway. Oh, right. <laughs> we got uh, any more? Anyone grab bag? bag? <laughs> yeah, fucking more. Thank you, um, Mad Monkey. So the next one comes from the wrong... Dalek, Derek, Derek. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Derek. Um, it's from our guy Derek, who's actually our podcast friend. And I oh, from the friend. the Film Trailers podcast. Yes, mm-hmm. great so, podcast. Um, check them out if you haven't. Really, yes, good. please yes. check them out. They we'll are. put a we'll put a link in the uh, show notes. Are we gonna put a link in the show notes? Yeah, all right. Definitely I put, put a link. I mean, that's you. So yeah. Okay. You guys clearly don't read the show notes. I put a lot in there. Oh, first of all, fuck you, sir. This spicy bitch. I'm gonna there. start putting Easter eggs in the show notes about you guys because I know you don't read them now. This motherfucker. What will the Easter eggs be? That she eats a lot of Tostitos chips and I, you know, just make funny noises? I'm an ear and I make funny noises. (laughs) 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 You knew it was coming. Oh my god. Continue. Yes. So uh Derek has a question. Well, um, spoiler. He didn't like the Joker as we didn't either. Obviously a smart man. <sighs> I'm yes. so glad. I would have like low key, my heart would have been broken a I little say, bit. I, I listened to their it. episode about the Joker, agreed hundred percent. Yeah. He, oh, I haven't heard it yet. Yeah. He said he was torn, um, because going into it, much like we were, um, and he tried to give it his best. Um, in an open mind, but it just did not win him over. Yep, mm. agree completely. So, and yeah, and he even mentioned. And don't a lot feel of, sad about that. No, <laughs> I, I listening to his episode, he talked about a lot of the same points that I did about how well made it is yeah. and how it's anchored on Joaquin Phoenix's performance. It's just the writing is not there. It, it's not a a good story, and it, it kind of lends itself to all the negativity that it's gotten. But also, the hype machine behind it has built more hype to yeah. get people to go see it because they think, oh, there's something shocking or terrifying in this movie that they have to see because someone else told me it's so amazing. Once again, like I said, um, Psycho did it better with yeah. drumming up. Yep. Psycho, that. Taxi Driver, yeah. King of Comedy. Yeah. Also, Falling didn't down. you tell me Falling that? Down. Didn't you see that um, Marty Scorsese was? Um, yeah, Marty Scorsese apparently yeah. left uh, halfway through the movie. Yep. Didn't fuck with it, even though he is an executive producer. Oh, which, did he? Yeah. Aww. 
So that's fun. And we also did, we didn't talk about recently when he talked about how uh, Marvel movies are basically no, because fuck him, right? right? On okay. that news, here's the thing. I agree with him. They are film. They are they are watchable. But to his, his to his you know benefit, yeah, they are attractions there to get people to go to other Marvel movies and to go to Marvel theme parks. And but I mean, he's looking at it from someone who's made some of the most influential films of all time. It's not art. Uh, no, it I doesn't mean, have to be fine art, but I, it but is that's, enjoyable. That's right. the thing. It's not art in the sense of you know amazing, groundbreaking storytelling. But it's, it's not. not trying to be. No, yeah. and no, I think and that's, that's the, my problem. I don't with think his he comment. gets it. I don't think he like, understands. He's looking that. at it from the point where people like him and Steven Spielberg and Alfred Hitchcock have advanced the the the, the medium of cinema, whereas Marvel movies are and comic book movies are you know they're adaptations of comic books that people have loved they don't have to be high art and everyone can eat like, yeah well also maybe you old asses need to step your game up because the last couple steven spielberg movies i've seen were meh yeah I, so, I, well i mean marty scorsese has the irishman coming out at the end of this month so we'll see i've heard really good things. i'll reserve judgment because the last scorsese movie that i really gave any real attention to was you know the one he ripped off so you know again she's talking about the departed uh Great movie, but yeah, completely. Uh, but it was better when it was just Infernal Affairs. So you would have thrown that in his face. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, he yes. wrapped, he wrapped his up in one because yeah. uh, Infernal Affairs is a three-part movie. Listen, you stole it. Well, he didn't steal it. He he. Stop it. He gave them credit. It's not like why old school you, Tarantino. Why are, right? Why are you? Uh, why no, no, are no. You... She's saying like he completely just made the movie and didn't give them any credit. No, like, no, no. He did give them credit. Yeah. There's a little. There's a little line. There in is the a credits. thing that says adapted from. Yeah, they're real Affairs. small. I don't think he talked about it's, it at all. It's not in, like Tarantino who basically remade City on Fire and didn't tell anybody. Listen, did he Look say? Did he say anything when he was accepting that Oscar about where the idea? No. Nope. Okay. So he stole it because if you're really owning it, it's not just saying in small fucking letters that I adapted this story. You would have at least given some credence to like, hey, this is amazing. And also, I'm, I'm so happy I that owe I could it to bring these Chinese right, writers. Yeah. I, I'm happy that I was able to adapt this beautiful story and blah, blah. No, none of that shit happened. Fuck him. You, you got a rebuttal? No, I mean, I agree with part of what he says about Marvel movies and film. But yeah. again, he's allowed to have his own opinion. If he doesn't appreciate them, then he's one person. I, I, and I do. I do agree with what he's saying in that sense, looking at it. I mean, but I don't know why he had to come out and say anything at all. Like, I feel like it was a question. It. Yeah, I, say, I feel like it was one of those typical like blogger journalist gotcha questions. Like, what do you think about Marvel? And yeah. Yeah. like, it's good. People like them. That, I mean, there's something for everyone. Bye. Mar- Marty Scorsese is old enough and, pre- you know, he has that prestige that he can say whatever the fuck he wants. He's made enough movies that. At a certain point. Uh, no, Keep I mean, your mouth shut. he doesn't have to impress anyone. He makes his own shit. He, you know. See, but I, I don't I, like that. Well, but think about it. I mean, if someone were to interview you mm-hmm. uh, from, you know, because we do this podcast mm-hmm. and they were to ask you something, you know, would you would your general would you be honest with them about what you thought and then maybe wrap it up with a? But, you know, it, it's not for me. It or would be you play it else. safe? Or would you play it safe? Because I think that in this he example, gave his honest opinion, he gave his honest opinion and I think everyone's everyone is entitled to their honest opinion. We don't have to agree with it, but you know that's his opinion. 
Is it because he talked about your boy? Is it because, like, do you think that maybe you feel some kind of way because? You oh, had he come out and been like, I especially don't like Chris Evans, right? Manera or Winter Soldier, right now. She might be trying to murder him. No, I mean, when's the last time I watched a, um, a Scorsese. Scorsese movie? Right. Like, yeah. my money's yeah. not going to him. Yeah, I know yeah. where my money's going. So it's a really good point know. too. Yeah, it, it's you know he deserves his own opinion, even if his opinion is wrong. I've given enough white men my money. Just saying. Snip, snap. And that's Facts. the end of my news. <laughs> end of my grab bag. Shit. Boop, 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 boop. All right. Um, well, with that, unless you guys have anything else that you want to touch on, I think we can uh, we can wrap this up. No, it's nope. sad. We want more movies that look like us, and yeah. you know, but we movies and about. shows. Yeah, not just not yeah. just movies. Yeah, yeah. Movies and shows. Um, all right. Well, guys, thanks again as always for listening. Um, if you like the episode rate us drop us a review and subscribe to the podcast tell your friends uh follow us on twitter and instagram for updates um or whatever you know fuckery we're posting uh our handle on both is constant is at concentrated you post in fuckery uh sometimes he does not you he does i've seen some of the stuff he posted i post a lot of trailers and like legit news um and sometimes i hit on ava duvernay so he hits on Ava. I know he does. A lot. It's the cutest thing. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I let Guillermo del Toro know that his birthday, because <sighs> he doesn't know when his birthday is. Anywho, but he doesn't know that I know that his birthday. <clears throat> Listen, know. I kept it real cute when Chris um, Evans had his birthday. He's also being white, and I don't. Uh, Christopher, stop it! Wow. He's, All right, he's white. let's talk about next week's episode, <laughs> which yeah, will what's, be. Um, what's our topic I am week? super excited about it. Next week, we're going to be doing one of our first top fives, and the topic is villains yeah i don't see this going well but okay wait why don't you see this going because he wants it to be so streamlined and i don't think i mean started out doing that yeah it it's villains is a very open topic we'll we'll get into it okay well well i I know (laughs) geez all right well for our listeners um we are not going to pigeonhole you to say you have to tell us your villains for any particular genre or spoiler alert we're not being pigeonholed either nope we talking about what the fuck we want to talk about y'all so eric's just gonna deal with it deal with it if you guys want to send us your top five villains send them um you know from whatever wherever you know who's a great villain maniac cop (laughs) Will you? This then is, you can the put them in your fucking top when you five. Maybe I will, motherfucker. <laughs> Maybe I mean, you should. Anyway, send us in your top five. Yeah, send us in your top five and include um, Maniac Cop. Don't, don't, don't include don't. Maniac Cop. Um, and actually, I think that we will have Manira's grab bag f- f- earlier in the show so that we can see how close y'all's top fives are to ours. You guys, Ooh, that's a good idea. You guys were at the beginning. I we're know. at the beginning, guys. But not before the news. No. What? Oh. All right. Anywho, um, you can also send us your top five or any questions or any topics or anything you'd like to cover. We're just going to pretend like he said, um, he said that? Nobody? Uh, you can send it to us via email at really? concentratedpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. We're doing that. We're doing that. <laughs> We're just going to let him do that? Listen, the news always has to come first. Why? Because yours is, is in touch with the topic. Yeah. Mine's in touch with the people and you're not? Yeah, now I know. Yeah, the people don't write it. Okay, the these fuckers are getting news. spicy. Yeah. Guys, you know the email address. Visit our Facebook page. It's Concentrated Podcast. Don't, because Eric's a bitch. Oh, my. And lastly, <laughs> you can always also leave us your top five in a yes. voicemail. Yes. Um, 301-431-4393. Because we want to hear from you, not Eric. The yeah. Bitch. I'm near and I get salty. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we're wrapping up. Have a great week. Talk to you soon. Have a good week.